Welcome to the Primal Potential Podcast. I am your host, Elizabeth Benton Thompson. If you want to create change in any area of your life, you're in the right place. Together, we'll explore the strategies and tools I've used to lose over 100 pounds, pay off $130,000 in debt, and become a multiple seven-figure business owner. I've supported more than 3,000 women to levels of execution and fulfillment they didn't know were possible. Together, we'll break your past patterns and eliminate the appeal of your excuses so you can get consistent, stay consistent, create the results you want, and enjoy the journey. Let's get started. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Primal Potential Podcast. I am Elizabeth Benton. I hope you are having a great day so far. Thanks for spending a little bit of it with me. Last week, we were deep in the weeds of the science talking about not only the circadian rhythm of your body, but the circadian rhythm of your microbiome, the circadian rhythm of your intestines. If you did not listen to that episode, it is a really interesting one that sheds a lot of light on things that maybe you didn't think were influenced by sleep, but actually are. Today, we're going in a different direction. And we'll just dive right into it because this is something that, oh man, if I had a magic wand and I could make a change in the way that people think, in the way that they perceive their, their circumstances or their capacity, it would be around what we are going to talk about today. And it's like this, your mentality is not reality. The way you think is not reality, but it will create real outcomes. The way that you think is not the way things are. However, the way you think will produce real outcomes. This comes up a lot when I mean, it comes up a lot in many different ways, but one of the ways that I see it often is when people say things like, I can't, I can't get it together. I can't get up in the morning without hitting snooze. I can't get control over my nighttime eating or my weekend eating. You absolutely can. That mentality is not reality, but that mentality will create real outcomes. You by choosing that mentality, choose that as a limit, as a barrier that you don't overcome because you don't believe that you can. But you can. And and the great thing about, one of the things I love about social media, and generally I'm not a fan of social media. If it weren't for my work, I think that I would probably not use it at all, except for maybe Pinterest because it helps me with home renovation type things. But one of the great things about social media is that we can see people's stories that maybe we wouldn't have seen 20, 30, 40 years ago. People who lose both of their legs and go on to be Paralympic skiers. People who had no money and were living in their cars and launch businesses and become multimillionaires. Women who were single moms and had nothing to their name and escaped domestic violence with their kids go on to find wealth and amazing relationships and love and security. And of course, 
people who are obese and they become fit and lean. There's, I love seeing the stories of women who never set foot in a gym in their life and go into the gym for the first time in their 70s, in their 80s, in their 90s, and become really strong and fit or start breaking fitness records. I mean, these people show us that anything is possible. People who come to a new country with absolutely nothing and not knowing the language, you know how it goes. These stories are not rare. We see them absolutely everywhere. And yet, what we also see are stories of people saying, I can't lose weight. Yes, you can. I can't get out of debt. Yes, you can. You absolutely can. But for as long as you tell yourself the story of the past and the problem, you won't. You can choose to tell, to create, to believe in a story of possibility and change. Even if you have 20, 30, 40 years of history that takes you in a different direction. We don't have to tell limited stories about our lives. We don't have to live in limitation in our lives. If you've been listening to the podcast for any amount of time, you've probably heard me say to people who say like, no matter what, I can't seem to get out of bed in the morning without hitting snooze. I've tried everything. I just can't do it. There's just something in my brain. I just can't do it. I don't think clearly. I just hit snooze. No matter what I try, I can't get up early without hitting snooze. And I'll say to them, so if I offered you a million dollars to get up tomorrow without hitting snooze, you're telling me you couldn't do it? I mean, no way in the world. No way in the world. And I commented something like that on social media not long ago. And somebody said to me, you know, with all due respect, there's a lot of things that I would do for a million dollars that I wouldn't normally do. And I'm like, well, yeah, me too. That's kind of the point. Like, you're not disproving my point. You're proving my point that with the right perspective, with enough value put on it, you will. And the value we put on these decisions is something that we create. I put a module in this uh, new training that I'm putting together for creating and maintaining consistency because so many times it feels like every attempt to change is a failure only because we don't have the fundamental skills of getting consistent and staying consistent. And one of the things that I talk about in there is something that I heard on a podcast that was about moms of twins, right? I, I heard about this podcast that's about moms of twins and expecting twins. And they just interview moms of twins, not specialists or experts or anything like that. And this one woman was saying that she really didn't want to feel like she was stuck at home. But at the same time, she didn't have the confidence to pack up both babies, drive someplace, you know, what if they melt down in the car, get them both out of the car, figure out how to carry them into a store or restaurant, do whatever she needed to do without fear of one of them having a meltdown or a blowout or needing to nurse. And 
she shared that what helped her was the question, but what if I had to? What if I had to get both of the kids out by myself? I certainly wouldn't want it to be the first time. I'd want it to be something that I can do well, that I can do confidently, that I can do quickly. And I thought of, you know, what, what I've, I've had the thought before. I don't know if, if I've thought about it more in terms of myself or more in terms of like my mom as she gets older. What if I had to run a mile carrying my kid to get help? Or what if I had to pull up my body weight? You know, if I, if I fell and broke my legs and I had to pull up my body weight in order to get help or respond to my kid that was there and anything like that. And that perspective, what if I had to, usually unlocks something in us where we're like, well, I mean, of course we'd do it if we had to. Well, why are you acting like you don't have to now? Why are you, and again, we go into this a lot more in the, in the training, but why are you acting like you don't have to work out now? Why are you acting like it's an option? Or why are we acting like we don't have to eat with discipline or avoid processed foods? Why are we acting like we don't have to do that? Because there's absolutely a perspective and a story where we could convince ourselves that we really do have to. And so the way that you think about things now, I'll start tomorrow, I can't, that mentality is not reality. It's just a, a version of a story that you've picked. And if the version of the story that you are telling yourself is rooted in limitation, I want you to understand that you can change that at any time. Are you really being honest Is this the only perspective available? Is this the best perspective available? Is this the perspective that's going to help you create the life that you want, the life that you deserve to live? Or is this a perspective that's going to keep you small and keep you stuck? One of the ways that I use this reminder that my mentality is not reality is when things feel hard. So, man, this third renovation that we've been trying to do for a year now has just felt like we've gotten punched in the face every month. And I, and yeah, there have been little annoyances, but there have been like big things that, you know, people just doing things that were like, I can't believe that just happened. I, I really can't believe it. And just the other day, I got a, I got a bill from somebody that we really believed we were going to be working with, that we had been working with for months and months on plans. And this bill was like, ridiculous. I mean, since we had only been in the planning process with them, and it didn't reflect anything we had ever talked about in terms of um, like pre-construction costs or anything like that. It, it just, it, it kind of smacked me across the face. And I, I had a good hour or two where I just made this out to be a really big thing. Like, why does this kind of thing keep happening? Why can't we seem to make traction on this? Why does it seem like we work with the most, you know, 
dishonest or untrustworthy people. You know, it just seems like we've just been through the ringer. And then I had this moment of this mentality is not reality. It's just a version of the story that I've selected, but it's not the only version of the story. Because another version of the story is, you know, my grandfather used to say, if, if money is the problem, then you don't have a problem. And I've even said since Dagny died that like as long as my kids are healthy, I'm fine. I'm good. Now, obviously, I'd like myself to be healthy and my husband and my mom and all those things. But, you know, the point is we're all healthy. So if we just got confronted by something we were unexpected, we were not expecting financially, okay, okay, we'll figure it out. But it's not worth my peace. It's not worth my time. It's not worth any negative energy. That initial perspective, and even if it's not an initial perspective, any perspective is just one of many options. Your mentality is not reality, but it will create real outcomes. So if I latch on to that story of like, oh my gosh, here we go again. It's always something. Every week I'm writing these huge checks, blah, 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 blah. That mentality will create real outcomes in terms of stress, in terms of overwhelm, in terms of tension and relationships. But that mentality is one of countless options I can choose. And they are all probably rooted in reality to some degree or another, some more than others. But it's not the only option. But we have to be so careful about this because the mentality does create real outcomes. I think about this too when I feel like something is hard. Well, if I feel like resisting temptation with food today is hard, is that really what hard looks like in life? Saying no to the leftover cupcake? No. <laughs> I know hard. You know, and, and, and I don't even mean just when my daughter died. Like, that's what hard is. Saying no to a cupcake or pizza, that is nowhere near hard. I can tell myself that it's hard, and that mentality is, is rooted in something that is truth, and it will create real outcomes, but it's not the only version of the truth. Or I feel like a workout is hard or finding the time to work out is hard. Is that really what hard is in life? Because, I mean, I've been through some really hard things. And finding the time to work out, it might be challenging. It might take some effort. It might take some coordinating and some planning and those sorts of things. But, oh, that's not hard. Honestly, on the spectrum of like what's hard, what's easy, way closer to the easy end. Divorce is hard. Losing a parent is hard. Losing a child is hard. But getting to the gym today, not hard. That's just not what hard is. You know, when I was at my heaviest, I felt like it was so hard to be disciplined, to eat well, to not binge. That mentality was rooted in something that was true, but it doesn't make it the truth but it will create real outcomes. The fact of the matter is it was way harder to be over 350 pounds than it was to be disciplined and eat well and not binge. It was harder to hate my body and isolate myself socially and avoid doctor's appointments and avoid seeing my family. That was way harder. I just wasn't telling myself the whole story. And so many times 
We just aren't telling ourselves the whole story, but the stories that we tell do create real outcomes. So they really, really matter. But at any point, we can choose to reevaluate the story. We can choose to tell a different version. And guys, this isn't just some switch that we flip and all of a sudden you're telling a different story. It's something you have to choose over and over again. If I'm anxious about something financially or I feel like I don't have time to do something and I get overwhelmed, I get to consider other ways to view it. I get to consider again and again and again and again ways of viewing it, of perceiving it that make me feel better, that are more productive, that lead me to solutions instead of anchoring me in the problem and keeping me from solutions. We have to ask ourselves, what else is true here? How else can I see this? Just today, I was feeling like I, Chris got home from work and I had a two-hour window in which I wanted to take a shower, get in a workout, record a podcast, and make dinner for the three of us and feed Roman. And I was just feeling like there's just never enough time. And I asked myself in that moment, is there another perspective that I can choose on this? And in that moment, I, I decided I set these standards. You know, I, I can shower later tonight. I don't have to shower before six. It's not the end of the world. If I go to this virtual meeting without a shower, I'm going to care. <laughs> and I'm probably the only one that's going to care. Nobody else cares. I can do it after. Same thing with the podcast. I set that expectation for myself. So if it's not working for me, if it's not making me happy today, if it's not supporting my family today, I can change the expectation. The problem is not the expectations themselves. The problem is how I'm perceiving them. Like if I say, these are the things I want to do between four and six, and then I make myself all rushed and anxious and like, like it has to be done or you know, a grenade is going to go off somewhere. That's the problem. And I reminded myself that I can choose to have structure and embrace structure, but not put structure above flexibility and ease. And in that moment, instead of, all right, I need Chris to get in the door because I need to go out the door and I need to get these things done and this thing, it was just, you know what? All right, it would be awesome to get these things done in the next two hours. But if I don't, that's awesome too. And everybody's healthy and everybody's happy. And let's enjoy the next two hours and see where we are at the end of it. We always have an option. And so many times we just lock into the one that makes us feel like we can't do something or that makes us feel stressed or anxious or overwhelmed without realizing we created that in our perspective. And there are so many other perspectives that we can choose from. It's why one of my very favorite questions is what else is true here? How else can I see this? How would I have to think about this in order for it to feel easier or better or lighter? How would I need to think about this in order to be more prone to taking action and creating a solution? 
because your mentality is not reality, but it will create real outcomes, whether that is staying stuck where you are now or feeling anxious or disappointed or stressed or overwhelmed. You get to choose a different way of seeing it. And I really hope you will. Thanks so much for listening to today's show. If you enjoyed it, make sure to take a few seconds to leave a rating and review on whatever platform you're listening. It not only supports the show in a huge way, but it also automatically enters you into our weekly product giveaway. For more tools, tips, and strategies on creating change, check out my first book, Chasing Cupcakes, and follow me on Instagram at Elizabeth Benton. Remember, every choice is a chance, and I'll see you next time.